Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Katie's Crib, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. All the gender biases that we experience as women or anyone that identifies in a feminized way, it's, it's so layered and deep. It's, it's, it's about the kind of care we get in our bodies. It's about, you know, what ends up in our bank account. It's about, you know, the language we use to describe ourselves. And so, you know, I think learning about your body and having that baseline understanding is really the beginning of that, of that type of activism. Baseline level. Exactly. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Katie's Crib. I am so um, happy with this episode and how it came out. I learned so much um, while we were recording it. Um, I have the one and only Erica Chidi on the podcast today. I've wanted to get her on for so long. Um, She's the co-founder and CEO at Loom. Uh, which is a well-being platform empowering women through sexual and reproductive health education. She was a doula, health educator. She's an author. She has helped, you guys, like literally thousands of women strengthen their ability to care for themselves and others. She's the author of a book called Nurture, A Modern Guide to Pregnancy, Birth, and Early Motherhood. Let's welcome the one and only Erica Chidi. So... Erica, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for giving us the time and the space to talk to you about all the incredible work you are doing. First and foremost, can you tell me the moment that you realized becoming a doula was the path for you? 
That's such a great question. And it's always hard for me to really get super clear on exactly when that moment was. But what I will say was that I had dappled in quite a few things before becoming a doula. I had a little bit of a circuitous uh, journey. That said, I think all the things that I did really laddered up well to that work, which then laddered up well to running a tech startup. Uh, but I am, I probably am like, a, I'm a self-described polymath. I like to do a lot of things. Growing up, it was a little strange having so many complex, not obviously connected interests. <laughs> but I think as I've come into myself as an adult, it, it all makes way more sense. But in terms of knowing when I wanted to be a doula, it actually was more about realizing that, you know, one of my best skills is is talking, is is taking people through things, is creating simplicity out of very complex topics. Mm -hmm. And what I realized about pregnancy and postpartum was that there was such a lack of understanding about the just baseline experience of being in a pregnant body or becoming a parent. And when I realized that what doulas did was everything that was not clinical and everything that was psychosocial Mm -hmm. and educational, I really felt that that was such a perfect place for me to sit because I grew up in a really medical home. My dad's an endocrinologist and infectious disease specialist. My mom's a nurse. Spent a lot of time in the hospital doing rounds with my dad. So I felt a lot of comfort in spaces where people tend to feel very uncomfortable and tend to operate pretty uh, easily without those kind of more traditional emotions showing up. And so I really felt like, oh, so I can be this guide during this time where there tends to be such little support and people are coming to this experience with such little information. That's a sweet spot for me. It's you're such a gift. It makes me so, and also at the same time, which we'll get into this, all the work you do, it makes me so like, Oh, it makes me so sad and frustrated and makes me feel like the work you're doing and the work we do here on Katie's Crib, it's so important because this is a space like there's so little known about it, work done around it. I mean, honestly, people through insurance get more covered when they blow out their knee than the postpartum experience. It's absolutely bananas. Um, And also so many people are focused on the labor, the labor, the labor, which I read you talk about, that the postpartum situation is is often forgotten or not even thought about. And it's actually, to be honest, the most important part, primarily because birth is going to happen. You're physiologically set up to do that, whether it's a vaginal unmedicated or medicated birth or cesarean birth, it's going to take place. And birth at its maximum is 72 hours, five days. If you're having prodromal labor, we pray that's not the experience, but that's the top end, right? Whereas postpartum, the experience of being postpartum is weeks, months, and there's typically such little preparation done for that. And so, you know, to me, it's really that period of time that's so important. And I think even where I see a lot of the challenge culturally, because I'm such a words person, you know, words really matter. When we talk about postpartum, oftentimes people describe themselves as having postpartum, as if postpartum is a thing to have, whereas 
being postpartum is a physiological experience. It's normal. Mm. What is less normal, although it is very common, is to have a postpartum mood disorder like anxiety or depression or OCD or psychosis. And, you know, that is really the more common experience for most women, people, parents, you know, in the United States, because there is such a lack of infrastructure postpartum. One, and the infrastructure lack is actually just the lack of understanding of, hey, like you're going to bleed for eight weeks, whether you have a vaginal or a cesarean birth. Hey, you know, breastfeeding or chest feeding is not just, oh, I'm going to like do that twice or three times a day. It's like, no, you're going to do it about 10 to 12 times a day. <laughs> and it's going to take you about half an hour or 90 minutes each time. And that's before you've eaten, showered, talked to anybody. And you're so sleep deprived, you can't even like making a decision seems like you're you're not a stable person then let alone hormonally exactly yeah i found that too cuz i had i was diagnosed with postpartum depression I had mood disorders and chose to go on medication um Good for you but when i talk about it with people people are like oh i had postpartum and i'm like wait i'm confused if you birthed a child whether that was vaginally caesar or whatever we were all in a postpartum period exactly. but i had post a mood disorder like i have postpartum something called postpartum depression postpartum anxiety but like yes. you can't have postpartum no no you are postpartum <laughs> you are that postpartum is, you are a postpartum person. And then, you know, there's there's new there's some movements that are happening now where people are like you're postpartum forever because you will always be post-having a child. Why is it so weird? What the hell? I know. I know. But you know, the thing is, it's just like we live in this culture that hates women. We live in this culture that is so patriarchal. So we are going to be like, mm, I don't know, let's have this like shadow language for this really important thing. And let's make it hard for women to talk about it or people to talk about it so that it continues to not be resolved. Every time I talk, or I'm on any kind of thing, I'm always just like postpartum is a physiological experience that is normal. Mm-hmm. Postpartum mood disorder, different. Yeah. And also postpartum mood disorder, it's so important to talk about it in a little bit more detail because there is variability in there. There's OCD. There's like postpartum OCD, which is actually such an interesting type of mood disorder that's less discussed, which has a lot to do with ritualistic behavior and aversions and like rigidity, which a lot of women that I've seen over the years that, that I've worked with and people actually have, and it's been lesser seen and discussed. It's starting to kind of like crest now we're talking about it, but I think being able to be like, oh, like I had this specific mood disorder, like I was super anxious or I was super compulsive. Like that's really helpful to not just feel like it's a wastebasket term. Like I just had this thing and like I was like a little depressed and I was this and that. The specificity is support, right? So I just think it's so important for us to be like, what actually happened? We are so lucky that you are here. We are so lucky you are here is all I'm feeling. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you do not have children yourself, right? No, I don't. You are also an advocate for people who don't have children to be a part of the birth experience. Can you explain that? Yeah. Thanks for that question. You know, I, I remember when I started off, you know, with dual work, I was really young. I'm 35 now. So I guess it was maybe like 24 or somewhere, something like that. I, I always thought, oh, like maybe there's a stigma because I don't have a child. But the reality is that we as a culture need to have what a term that I've concept of this idea of biological empathy, right? So even if you haven't had the experience, we should have enough health education, health information to be empathetic to someone that has gone through something that we have not yet experienced. You know, a great example of just like active biological empathy to me is when I see someone see a pregnant person, see their body and then be like, oh, can I open the door for you? Oh, do you need that? Here, take you know, my seat in the subway. Here, take my seat in the blah, blah, blah. Exactly. But, you know, wouldn't it be really wonderful if that type of desire or action was present, whether you saw the person was pregnant or not, if you could not tell? In terms of the reason why I think non-pregnant people or people who have not had children need to be able to step in and be supportive and, and, and be around it is because really when people become pregnant, there is this like divorce that happens from their life as they knew it. They're like, oh, I don't have any mom friends or parent friends. Now I got to go out into the pasture and go find these new people. Yeah. And, you know, to me, it's like, what would it look like if your current community could hold you, could evolve with you? Because the truth is, you know, if they don't have kids, I can come over. I can do all kinds of shit for you. I could like do a grocery run. I can like 
you know, come hold the baby while you take a shower. Like, you know, I can take your dog for a walk. It's like having non non child friends when you have children is a boon if they know how to show up for you. And so to me, a lot of times I say to people that don't have kids, read my book, like, or, you know, take a childbirth ed class, you know, especially when I say to people what we're doing at Loom with our current first program that's pregnancy and postpartum, I'm, I'm very much in in the headspace of, yes, it is for pregnant and postpartum people, but it's also for people that aren't, who have a lot of people. Like if you have five people in your life that are pregnant, take the program, (laughs) check it out, have some things that you can like bring to the conversation besides how you're doing, you know? I have a few friends who don't have kids and my goodness, like when they come over and just help me be a hand for a bedtime with my two, it's the best. Yeah. Because they're available and completely capable. Yeah. I think definitely in America, at least in white American culture, there is a lack of, it's very, well, it has a lot to do with this idea of like the nuclear family, that you should be self-reliant, that two people should take care of one baby, which is nonsense. Especially when people, people don't really understand that newborns have constant need. They've come out of being in the uterus where they had constant movement, constant temp regulation, constant connection, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Then all of a sudden they come into the world and they're kind of like, I'd like that to continue (laughs) in some way, shape or form. And then you are just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're fucked. You're fucked. I don't even, I You're hate fucked. the newborn stage. I can't do it ever again. Like, I literally thought I was going to be, like, admitted into some place where I was unfit for parenting. Like, newborn stage is so bananas to me. And not for everyone. And I've had friends with polar opposite experiences where the love bubble that they are existing in, that they are crying of overwhelm with how happy they are. You couldn't get more opposite for my newborn experience. Like I really hear that. I mean, and I've seen both sides. And I'll tell you, and I'll, I'll I'll make a bet. I bet you that the women or people who are describing this overwhelm have a very supportive partner, have like a parent that they like. Mm. Maybe they've got a postpartum doula. Maybe they have a night nurse. Like they're they're packing heat. I mean, they're not just like, I'm by myself. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, true. So your life leading you to doula work, doula work leading you to Loom. Tell us all about Loom. Tell us what it offers. Loom is this wonderful, exciting platform that is all about helping women and people optimize their sexual reproductive health. And we're doing that through education and community. So we opened in 2017 as a brick and mortar space, but yes. we launched our first program and um, the digital platform in the, this summer. And so our first program is pregnancy and postpartum. And, you know, we've been talking all about that experience, but it's a really amazing comprehensive program that really focuses on the first three weeks of pregnancy through to about the first two to three months postpartum. And it's really basically take it at your own pace, essentially like masterclass, but you know, making pregnancy and postpartum. And then there's also uh, live group support um, through this kind of weekly uh, gathering event that's actually called Gather, where um, women and parents and people can come together and check in all through the different trimesters and postpartum. So it's, it's really- Are you guys all hearing this? Like everyone listening to this, this is... <laughs> 
fucking genius. It is, there is a real hole and need for this uh, now more than ever. This sense of community is, I mean, I hear more than anything from this podcast is is women just doing things alone and how much better they are and feel and can face all of it when they don't feel that way. Um, yeah. And Loom just sounds like, I mean, obviously the weekly class is called Gather People. <laughs> yeah, we're getting together. We're, put, we're putting people together. Um but yeah, it's 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 been it's been a really wonderful experience to see how much it's already improving people's lives in terms of from a mental health perspective, you know, the ability to re really be able to know what to expect before moving into, you know, your birthing experience to know what's really happening postpartum. And the way that the curriculum is structured mm-hmm. is it's not just like, okay, here's how to breathe, you know, da-da-da-da. You know, there's a lesson. Uh, in the program that's called How to Push, where I really break down the fact that, you know, when you're pushing, you're not trying to take a big poop. You dumb, know, those are your anterior dumb. pelvic floor. <laughs> yeah, you're not trying to shit. You're actually trying to use your your anterior pelvic floor muscles, like the muscles that you use when you're peeing or if you're trying to push a tampon out or push a menstrual cup mm-hmm. out. And most people don't realize that because everyone's, okay, when you push, you know, just like you're taking a big poop and it's like, it's not actually the right it's not the right muscles. So things like that. These like kind of Who very- came up with that? Ugh, it's like an you know, old wives that, tale. It's a little bit of that. It's like you're doing something like that, but it's not exactly that. It's like the same thing with when we talked about postpartum. It's like I had postpartum. It's like, no, you had a postpartum mood disorder. It's like, okay, when you push, it's like you're taking a shit. It's like, no, actually, it's like you're pushing out a tampon and you're peeing. It's a different, it's just like trying to get out of the glib and get into the details. And then, you know, one of my favorite topics in the program is negotiate and advocate. That's all about teaching pregnant people how to negotiate with their care providers. Because most, you know, my, my thought was, and our thought at Loom was most women have trouble negotiating pay, trouble negotiating their sexual needs, you know, all of those things. So, you know, of course, you're going to have trouble negotiating, you know, an induction or a cesarean birth or, you know, their gestational diabetes testing or, you know, whatever the things that you need to negotiate. So there's scripts in there to be like, okay, here's how to talk to your care provider. Uh, so, and then, you know, we go into sex, we talk about just like what to expect, like during the pregnancy afterwards, and then things like just your food. I mean, most people don't realize that when you're pregnant, you actually are in a diabetogenic state, meaning that you essentially physiologically are functioning like you have diabetes. So what you need to be eating is like complex carbohydrates, like really pulling back on sugar, eating more protein. And if people know that right from the beginning, it helps I did like not know the- that. Did not know that. Wow. Most people know. It's a, me- it's a metabolic shift that if you have an awareness of it, you can like steer away from gestational diabetes, you know, cause a lot of people are like eat for two and like, sure, eat hungry. I want you to eat everything that you need to, but let's try to make it from these groups <laughs> so that we land where you need to. Yeah. And also if you push the proteins and the complex carbohydrates, like you'll probably feel fuller and then you won't be grabbing like the crap, which then does not help with gestational diabetes at 20 weeks or whatever. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. 
For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In your New York Times article, you list a number of language samples um, that women can use when speaking to their care providers. And then I think in the New York Times article, Black women specifically. Can you talk to me about that? Yeah, so that article, uh, which has now become a grant that we're working on with Stanford. Um, Woohoo! That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's very exciting. Uh, but basically, the the article was really about uh, protecting Black birth. And I concepted this idea and then co-executed uh, on it with Dr. Cahill. Dr. Erica Cahill is an amazing OB-GYN researcher, epidemiologist at Stanford. And I, for a long time, way before it hit the press cycle around the maternal mortality rates for black women. I was, I had been aware of it for years Mm. and had had a look at that early data. And by the time it became this major talking point, I was already exhausted and frustrated by the situation and really where I was landing inside of it was we need to actually be able to talk about racial anxiety. We need to be able to talk about the fact that because of the way that I look, I am more than likely going to get subpar care when it comes to my 
pregnancy and postpartum experience. And so to me, I, I felt, especially after years and years of doula work, knowing that, you know, when people come in with birth preferences and they're taking their care provider through it, there is some support that happens there. And so my feeling was, what would it be like if we could put the words to the page of, Hey, like, here's what's going on as a result of my, you know, existence as a black woman, I might be more susceptible to X, Y, and Z. How can you support me around this? You know? And so that really was the basis of the tool, uh, which is what that, that was. And, you know, the decision that Eric and I both made or Dr. Cahill and I both made was that instead of just trying to put this straight into research and get it into journal articles, because what happens is when things get published in a journal, it takes anywhere from like eight to 10 years to, for it to go from the journal down to the hospital floor was to do a reverse process of putting into the media, letting the media take hold of it and having people just actively start to use that tool in their own way and then be able to go from there and put it back into research. So we're working on a qualitative um, study right now with that tool to basically improve it um, and hopefully over time be able to get it into clinical settings where, you know, when you walk into, especially like a big hospital yeah. group or a magnet hospital, say a Kaiser yep. or UCLA, if you are BIPOC or if you're a black woman, it just becomes a part of like the care tools that you're getting. Um, the way you get a birth preference plan to take home, um, you would have that be a part of your, a part of your care. Because I think, you know, if we're really thinking about protecting black birth, it can't it can't be up to black women to do it. There needs to be a, a a dual support system. And so really putting that, putting that onus back on care providers and giving them tools and frameworks to be able to address it is so important. In the pregnancy and postpartum program, there's a specific module that is for black women to help them prepare around their birth experience. But the actual New York Times article, which is free and available to everyone, uh, has the the full script there. So people are able to use that as well. Oh, my God. I mean, this is oh, I have goosebumps. I mean, it's just so important. And so I don't know how things like this will get better. But without all the work you're doing, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's just so uh, I'm so happy that you're doing all the things you're doing. Um, I also love this which I read that you believe women fighting and taking up space and responsibility for their reproductive health is a form of activism. I do. I really feel that way. And I think, you know, any type of reclamation that we can do for ourselves is, is a form of justice is a form of, of activism. And, you know, for me, when I think about reproductive justice, it's, it goes beyond just access to safe, sexual reproductive care, access to a safe abortion, access to health education about your body. It's also being paid, you know, um, equally as well. And when you're in a position to also employ people, making sure that you're paying them what they need to be paid, because all the gender biases that we experience as women or anyone that identifies in a feminized way, it's, it's so layered and deep. It's, it's, it's about, the kind of care we get to in our bodies. It's about, you know, what ends up in our bank account. It's about, you know, the language we use to describe ourselves. And so, you know, I think learning about your body and having that baseline understanding is really the beginning of that 
of that type of activism. And, and I think what we're doing with Loom as we're growing, you know, we're in the process right now of working on an app that will launch, you know, later next year, that's really going to explore the entire sexual reproductive health spectrum. So everything from menopause to fertility, fibroids, you know, all of these different. Oh my God, Erica, this is amazing. Yeah, it's really exciting. So that's, that's currently in the works and we're really heads down, you know, doing what we need to do to get that done. It's very clear that the more education that we can put in the hands of women and people to be able to know what's going on with their bodies at a baseline level. Baseline level. I was like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when I was trying to get, I had a miscarriage and then, you know, someone was like, you should go to this um, fertility acupuncturist like on the east side in L.A. And, and she can help you get your periods back to normal since you had a DNC. And, and I wasn't getting periods regularly. And it, I I felt like a it was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I went to her. Thank you. But I went to her and she was the first person that sat me down at 36 years old with an app and explained to me what the different mucuses coming out of my vagina mean. And Mm -hmm. I was mortified that I was learning this for the first time. Like, because she was helping me try to get pregnant again. And she was like, okay, so when, you know, you stick your finger up there and this comes out and it looks like this texture and this liquid. And I'm like, how have I not known this? Like, this is... This is on purpose. Like, this has to be on purpose. This is a nightmare. It was completely the first time that I ever even realized that I hadn't been taught any of these things and then started to critically think, was that on purpose? (laughs) Yeah, it is on purpose. That's the thing. I think when we boil it all down, you know, we are very much under his eye. It's patriarchy. It's misogyny. It is it is very dark if we really sit with it. At the same time, though, at Loom, when we were still open in a brick and mortar and I would teach, I would teach our periods class. One of the disclaimers I would always kick off with was saying, look, if you feel shame or discomfort tonight as I'm unpacking this information, that's okay. Like, it's welcome. It's okay for that emotion to be here because our culture has been designed for you not to know this. So just feel a sense of ease with the shame because it's by design. And so when I hear you talking about that, it's, it's, it's such a gentle reminder for me because it was such a big part of the education was really just like shame metabolization, you know, like how do you just get more comfortable? Because if you can get more comfortable with the shame, then you can just be like, well, fuck it. I guess I don't know any of this shit. So can I just read a couple books? Can you talk to me about it? You know what I mean? It's made me so empowered to t- to help other friends get pregnant. Like I've sat down and had so many coffees with women who were like, I'm so sad. I don't know what's going on. I don't know my body. I don't know what's wrong. And I'm like, okay, well, let's like really talk about it. Have you really sat down and like studied yourself? I mean, women are like, I don't really understand when I'm ovulating. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is yeah, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> um, You moonlight as a co-host of a goop podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super, super fun. Super fun. Who has been your favorite chat so far, reg- like regarding reproductive health? Oh, yeah. Ele- um, uh, Eleanor Cleghorn, who wrote a book called Unwell Women. 
really, really interesting. She's based in the UK. Uh, she's a medical historian, art historian too, but the book is all about just medical myths and just kind of the tyranny of misogyny and patriarchy and how it's really created a lot of issues for women around healthcare. For example, the fact that cardiac issues are the number one killer of women. Most women don't really understand that they need to be taking care of their cardiac health. Uh, so things like that, but great book, not a happy topic, but really interesting. Yes, but this is the information we need. What is it called one more time? Unwell Women. Unwell Women. Yeah. Tell me, what are the other things in the works for Loom in 2022? We've got the app, which is sounds insane. Yeah, app is going to be great. And um, yeah, we're actually going to be kicking back off our newsletter. So folks should definitely like sign up for that. It's going to be really fun and juicy and filled with like all the good SRH things, SRH, Sexual Reproductive Health. And um, yeah, there's other things, but sign up for the newsletter to like keep posted. And for the newsletter, we can just go on the Loom site and sign up. Correct. Yeah, it'll 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 <laughs> it'll be right there. But also, I will will I'll follow up and give you all the all the goods. Like definitely, we'll be posting and sharing to all of our listeners. This is this is needed. Yeah, needed. Do you have a personal lifelong dream that you want to accomplish within the sexual and reproductive health field? I think for me, really, my lifelong dream in terms of sexual reproductive health is to really feel that I've made an impact in how women and people talk about their bodies and understand their bodies. And so I feel like I'm at base camp right now of that dream in terms of, you know, kind of building that out. And I think, honestly, I'm excited to write more books. I've, you know, I'm kind of working on my second book right now, which will be a big highlighted focus on sexual reproductive health, because my first book was only about pregnancy and postpartum. And what is the name of the book for all of us listening? The first book is called Nurture, A Modern Guide to Pregnancy, Birth, and Early Motherhood, and Trusting Your Body and Trusting Yourself. That is the full title. And I feel really grateful, not lucky, as my mom would say, I'm grateful that, you know, I'm getting the chance to uh, really show up and, and, and have these kinds of conversations. And, you know, I've, I've been a little bit in the background over the past kind of year and a half, really heads down doing all the things that we needed to do to get Loom where it is right now. But I'm really excited to step forward a little bit more and and be dialoguing like this and just, you know, creating the space, especially, you know, for me as a black woman, as a gay woman, holding all of these different experiences and, and wanting to be able to speak to just sexual reproductive health from this more marginalized perspective too, I think is so important. Erica, this is amazing. I'm very blown away. And I'm so uh, gra- grateful you're here doing this because you're pushing the biggest boulder uphill. <laughs> She's out here. She's doing it. I mean, you are out it. there. You are doing it. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I want to hear from you. Let's chat. Questions, comments, concerns? Let me know. You can always find me at katiescrib at shondaland.com. 
Katie's Crib is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.